gentlemen, it is I, Seance Reading Seth Trav, joined by our friend, God-fearing Glenn Yu. That's is that spooky? I thought God-fearing, <laughs> right? That's that's spooky. I didn't say what God. Could be could be afraid of a Cthulhu type. <laughs> Who's to say? I gotta watch that Lovecraft country. I hear it's good. It is real good. It, it, I thought it was real good. Of course, you've seen it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does a lot of different uh, horror genres, sort of in each episode, which is pretty cool. And it, and if you have read or know any of the Lovecraft stories, it does draw from a lot of those real heavily. So it's 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 cool to see. Good stuff. It's fun stuff, especially this season. Uh, let us know if you've been watching it over on Twitter at Preachcast. Uh, but for right now, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the third. Spine tingling episode of The Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors. <laughs> this episode starts off with a seance to bring back the ghost of Maud Flanders. Ooh, where Bart dresses up as Maud Flanders and then she shows back up and it turns out she's a demon now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how the whole episode starts. Uh, this is the start, I think, of all of the or a lot of the seasons of The Simpsons starting with a Treehouse of Horror episode. Um, and like I had said on the previous episode, which you can go back, listen to, uh, I feel that the animation is getting a little weird. Don't know why. Take a look at their mouths. They're moving odd. Feels odd to me. You tell me on Twitter. Let me know if you noticed it. Please, because I feel crazy. <laughs> I feel like it can't be like it can't be that much different compared to like, you know, like a Rick and Morty or like Futurama because like they, they, they're all over the place maybe the Futurama is part of it too like because like you know it's very similar both Matt yeah. Groening yeah yeah now speaking of similarities the first segment is so similar that it's spoofing multiplicity that's right it's send in the clones uh in which Homer buys a mystical hammock that he uh sets up in his backyard and he kind of falls out of it, does the thing where you're stuck in it, and it spins around. Uh, <laughs> he winds up uh, cloning himself. Um, he then goes around, and in classic fashion, he starts creating a ton of clones, so that way he doesn't have to do any work, and he can go and do whatever he'd like to. Um, I feel like there was something before Multiplicity that also dealt with some guy getting cloned over and over and over and you could only tell that he wasn't a clone because all the clones have no belly button um i don't i don't know what that is though i i think it's some other horror thing but yeah. i the I no belly button thing you. sounds very vaguely familiar i won't lie to you <laughs> right like there's some there's something there you I know think. what it maybe is maybe it was an are you Let afraid of the dark the i don't know it, it's i don't know i don't know if you know let me know um have you ever seen Multiplicity? I think that's that uh, Michael Keaton movie. I thought, I'm like, I feel like my, my boy's in it. I recognize, I remember the poster off the top of my head. But no, I can definitely say I have not seen the movie. I know I've seen the poster, and I feel like it's one of those things that I jumped into, like, at the very end of it every time. So I never actually saw the whole thing. Like, all the clones are already gone, I think, by the time I started watching it. And he's like, I need to just be present and a good father, you know? <laughs> um... I thought this one was funny. I thought it was silly that they threw in like a Peter Griffin and they threw in like the original design of Homer. Um, 
and then some of the different versions of Homer when they when they're doing all the clones. Um, oh, that was silly. Um, it was a pretty decent segment. How do you feel about it? Yeah, this one was all right. It was neat to see Peter Griffin show up because like this is the time where Family Guy's probably only been around for a couple years. Yeah, yeah. And, Family um, Guy. It, they're very much in competition. You know, yeah, at, the, at that this point. point, it was it was like Family Guy's the new Simpsons. Yeah. Oh, they're on they're, the same network though. So yeah. and like Family Guy, I think came on a little bit later. Uh, but like nine p.m. where yeah. the Simpsons comes on at eight. Yeah, exactly. So I mean. I don't know if maybe this is uh, this has anything to do with maybe the Simpsons starting to maybe like look and like feel a little different, maybe, like you know to try to compete with it a little bit. But they're not all at the same time, so I mean I don't know how much necessarily competition there is because you can definitely be a fan of one and still watch the other, even back to back live back in the day. You know, absolutely. Yeah, I I used to be me Sunday night animation domination. That was it. <laughs> that was it, man. Because I think um, uh, King of the Hill was part of that too. King of Hill I, I, think, I think King of the Hill is underrated. King of the Hill is funny. It is. It really is. I think they they every couple of years they talk about bringing it back, and I I really hope they do. I think that would be great. I could I could use some more King of the Hill. Um, it, oh. it's funny. It's 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 such dry humor, you know. Often, um, it's good. I lo- I love a King of the Hill. Um, let us know what other shows you like. Yeah, <laughs> over right. on what other cartoons you watching? Yeah, what cartoons are you watching into your uh, midlife? <laughs> I like that. Uh, uh, I don't know why I like it so much, but I like that F is for Family on Netflix. It's good. Um, I think they this was the last season. Yeah, it just it, it ends on like a questionable note, and it feels like there's going to be another one. There may be. I honestly can't remember. I love Bill Burr. I think he's funny. I think he's funny. I think he's he's good in the show, and like uh, it's one of those. Um, it's not like his. It's not as like dark as BoJack. Um, but I mean, it deals with like, you know, like real life, with like real life stuff, you know, Very like real and, situations. Uh, like it's good. Like it's good. Like you, it's not just a, like there's definitely like a plot going on and there's like, like, you know, there's stuff at stake and like, it's uh it's good. It's a good show. Very good. Um, next segment is the fright and the fright to creep and scare harms. Uh, and they say that it is lampooning the Terminator. Uh, this one we see, uh Bart and Lisa uh accidentally uh revive a bunch of dead ghosts dead they zombie they make yeah. they make these zombies come out cuz Lisa is burying her goldfish and she notices a grave of someone named William Bonnie um and how somehow she takes it that guns need to be outlawed so she runs this whole long big campaign to get guns outlawed um and the town decides to do it, and they use the guns to make playground equipment <laughs> to yeah. the school. Um, and it looks like they just like glue together all the guns, <laughs> which is pretty silly. Um, but they wind up somehow uh, raising the dead, and it turns out that William Bonnie is actually Billy the Kid, uh, and he brings out the Hole in the Ground gang, which consists of Frank and Jesse James, the Sundance Kid, and Kaiser Wilhelm II. The most evil German, they say. <laughs> Yippee bippy, as he says on his horse. Um, I thought this one was pretty silly. Um, yeah. But it's fairly straightforward. Um, it It's funny because I think what happens at the end is they start doing like a go back in time kind of thing yeah. where 
like Homer shows up from the future and he's like, you need to destroy all the guns. No, you need to keep all the guns. And then they're just like, they just shoot one of the people that comes back from the future and they're just like, ah, we've done it. And that's yeah. kind of how it ends. Yeah, it's not. It's not the. It's not the best. Uh, and I mean, sometimes I feel like I'm a, like a little bit hard on some of these, but it's kind of hard to like pull everything together in like what, like a tight seven minutes, maybe yeah. seven and a half at the most, because like you got to remember these aired on TV and had all types of commercials and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's so weird because now commercials seem like like I mean you never you never see them really. No, no. I I the only time I see a commercial is when I'm watching uh, Dynamite. AEW no, Dynamite. Dub Dynamite. And even then they do night. even then they do the picture in picture. Uh, they do. Know. Um I always watch it streaming. So, yeah, so every get, now and then the what they do screen. is they just show me like the TNT logo and yeah. it says we'll be back soon and that always feels like forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're like soon. What is that? 2 minutes? Ugh. Right? And then I'm sitting there like 20 minutes later. They have some of the longest commercials, especially during their movies. They do. Um but I digress. I didn't think this segment was really about the Terminator. No, like, it doesn't feel it, like it at all. What? Because it doesn't time, feel like Terminator at all. I don't. Time I, don't I don't think that's that's it. Like I just no. don't think it's it. And I don't either. This honestly felt like almost the exact same segment that they had done in what Treehouse of Horror Two, where Bart raises the dead. Yeah, and that one's better. That one's a lot better, and then and and this is again sort of where like I'm like the quality's starting to dip a little bit because for some reason at year fourteen they start redoing their own things, um, it's, you know whatever. Um, the next segment is the island of Doctor Hibbert, which is of course based off of the island of Doctor Moreau, um, where the Simpsons visit the island of lost souls and they find that Doctor Hibbert is now running a island resort getaway uh and willie is a sort of gorilla butler that comes and (laughs) takes their bags um for some reason dr hibbert wants to you know turn people into animals create hybrid things uh, and he has a few people already done in the town uh marge gets turned into a cat and bart gets turned into a something a spider like a spider type thing spider yeah. uh, lisa gets turned into an owl i think eagle. or an eagle yeah, yeah something wise obviously and homer's the walrus yep and in uh classic simpsons fashion uh they let you know that he's much thinner than he has been in several years <laughs> that's what he says yeah he's like this is great <laughs> um i like the townspeople like what they became like i thought it was funny it fit their characters i think um but again, it was fairly straightforward. I'd only ever seen clips of the island of Dr. Moreau. Um, and I wasn't... It, it's, you know, one of those 1950s, late 40s, early 50s black and white movies. I didn't think... I never thought that it was that crazy, the concept of it. I don't know why. Well, um, it's interesting, too, because that movie got remade in the 90s um, with uh, Brad Pitt and um, uh, the famous actor who is in The Godfather, uh, Marlon Brando. Ah. Uh, and uh, on there's all types of just like a documentary about it. There's all types of stuff written about it and like how crazy like Brando was and just like kind of like MIA he was during filming and how hard it was to get him under control or like keep him like, yeah. <laughs> like keep, keep his attention like during filming and stuff. Um, so like that was like that movie is pretty is pretty infamous. Um, but uh, like yeah, this is a, this is a weird one. Uh, I do like how at the end like they're all kind of like they're like yeah, you know what? We'd rather be these creatures. 
Yeah, right? Because they realize that all you have to do is eat and sleep and roll in your own fill mm-hmm. and and mate. <laughs> yeah, and, and they're like, this is... He's like, wait mate. a minute. Sign me up. Right? Absolutely. I was like, that does sound like a great life. I'd do that. And then, of course, it ends by squeezing in Kang and Kodos. Uh, they're just looking at the island and they say, it looks like our number four. Really makes you think. <laughs> I mean, I guess it does, you know. Um... Overall, a so-so Treehouse of Horror, yes, I would sir. say. Mm-hmm. You know, I I feel like this is probably the weakest one that we've watched so far. Yeah. Overall. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. Um, yeah, you know. Ah, yeah. Let us know what you think about Treehouse of Horror 13. Get at us over on Twitter. I'm Matt Seth Trav. He's our friend, Glenn. He's out from the crypt. Together, we're at the Preachcast. Be sure to check out our other shows. Uh, it came from Cherry Hill and... The Switch It Up Show. That's at Switch It Up Show on Twitter. And I've got to remind you, ladies and gentlemen, to always practice what makes you scream. <laughs>